Hello and welcome to the T2P Wrestling Podcast. And look, this this will be a tough one to record. Um, and it's going to be a painful one to record. And there's no way that we can make that any better. But here it is. We wanted to talk to you about uh, the, the tragic news that we got late last night into this morning. Um, Wyndham Rotunda, also known as Bray Wyatt, has unfortunately passed away. Um, it's not news that we thought we'd be bringing you today or any day soon, but unfortunately it is the case. Tributes have been pouring in from the wrestling world for the man and, um, that was deemed quite recently as quite close to a return. Um, but we've got Robbie and Chris to talk uh, to you guys today about this. Now, we're not going to go um, through his whole career or anything like that. We... You know, we've done a, a special episode on Bray Wyatt on the channel if you want to sort of listen to that. But with regards to his career, we're not going to go through all of it. We, you know, we all know about Bray Wyatt. We're going to we're going to just talk about the man himself and any fond memories we have of him. So, um, look, Robbie, I know it's tough, but uh, do you want to get us started on this? I'm still trying to find the words, to be honest. I mean, I was awake last night when the news broke, like uh, Finn uh of the tgp he messaged uh our chat and said bray wyatt's dead and my instant reaction was is this part of his return is this like a new thing he's working on but then looking into obviously well looking into it further it just it just it, it, it i can't find the words for it it just hasn't really sunk in like bray like Looking at the man, I mean, you read all the tributes. You've, I've heard stories over the years of how how cool, how genuine, and how kind the man was to anyone. I mean, uh, I saw a tribute uh, that Miro, AEW's Miro, did. So back when um, Bray Wyatt was with the Nexus as Husky Harris, um, Undertaker and Bray were in the ring trying to perfect his little uh, cannonball into the corner he did, and he, he grabbed a... Uh, Miro, who was just there on standby at the time, and said, oh, do this cannibal over and over again so he's got it perfect. And uh, he then went on to say how he got signed to uh, FCW and then when it became NXT and whatnot. And he said the first person to recognize him and remember him was Bray. And he said he was only there for like 30 seconds in the ring top. Why would he remember someone so in- insignificant during that day is how he put it. So... That story alone, plus so many more. I mean, there are so many tributes that have been put out so far today. And um, that's one that really does stand up to the reputation that Bray Wyatt had. And that was that such a kind, genuine person. He was always welcoming, always respectful, and really earned the love of his peers within moments. It's, it's not only sad for us as fans, because we never get to see the talent that he brought to the ring, and the charisma and the creativity he bought, but also the fact that the world has lost a genuine person, a genuine kind soul in Wyndham Rotunda. Chris, is there uh, any thoughts or feelings or anything that you want to share? It doesn't feel real still. It's still too soon. Like, I can't believe it when the first... When the news broke, I was just shocked, angry, confused, sad, like mixed emotions. Like, I don't know what 
his family must be thinking and feeling right now. Honestly, like like Robbie said, I've heard great stories about how much of a nice person and genuine person he actually is. And that he's probably one of many reasons or a few reasons of why people got back into wrestling. Like he was such a creative person, like his personality, his mindset towards the business was so highly praised by everyone working there. Like he was one of the reasons why I was enticed to go back into Raw, watching wrestling properly, like religiously, back in 2014, 2015. Like he was so good, such a talent. And he's taken away from us too soon. Like just thirty six, so sad. I, and of course, you know we we want to, you know, give a shout out to his Jojo and his kids as well. Um, you know, those young kids have lost their dad at such an early age. I, I can't imagine what they're going through today. I can't imagine what Jojo's going through today. Um, we I, we definitely want to say a big, well, you know, like well done in a way to WWE for doing what they've done, saying that all the profits from Bray Wyatt merch on WWEshop.com will go to um, Jojo and Bray's children. Um, that is a, 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 a great gesture from WWE. I'm sure that we can say this, if you're in a position to afford any merch or if you're in a position to afford to buy any Bray Wyatt stuff from WWEshop.com at the moment, please do do so. Um, I would imagine that all of his merch will sell out because that's the wrestling industry, that's the world that we're in. Um, Actually, you know what, there's probably some potential positive news to bring out of this thing that WWE have suggested, that his T-shirt actually now has sold out on WWEshop.com. It's just a couple of hoodies left and that's about it. So that shows the community of wrestling that we all have banded together to buy some merchandise that will go towards, you know, Jojo and the kids, which at this point in time, I can't imagine how they're feeling. Um, as far as stories go, I, w- I will talk about, um, I'll give you a, a few, obviously the, what, the wrestling ones. I mean, we were all on Discord that night watching SummerSlam and, you know, the Fiend debut is probably one of the, you know, I, I, I it may just be the grief talking, but, I think it's one of the best debuts uh, ever. You know, we we were on the we were on the chat and it fell silent on the chat when the Fiend debuted. It was one of the the greatest moments in wrestling history, um, and I'd be saying that no matter what the circumstances currently, it was incredible. And the Fiend is one of the best characters we'll ever see in wrestling. So, from a wrestling perspective, that's the way that I've seen it. Um, but this morning, I you know, like I woke up. And I looked at my phone and, you know, saw the news and it was, I couldn't believe it. You know, I had to Google it. I had to look on Twitter. I had to to find some semblance that hopefully it wasn't true. And then it was. And it it broke my heart a little bit, to be honest. You know, we we speak on here. We have a lot of fun. We have a laugh with the the Monday scramble and a lot of things that we do. But... uh, to the core of it we're all wrestling fans and we all love this industry and wrestling is about moments it's about storytelling it's about people that make us feel a certain way and bray wyatt made me feel a certain way 
And for someone that has dealt with a lot of demons himself, hearing Bray Wyatt's, you know, when he came back and he addressed the crowd, that was so raw and it was so real. And it, it just meant so much. And, you know, we would never have considered what he was talking about now. And, you know, like I, as I say, you know, took the dog for a walk and on the dog walk, I just burst into tears because, like, it, it all hit me all at once. And it feels so raw and it feels like I've lost... It almost feels like I've lost someone really close to me. And that, that's the power that wrestling has. It has you invested in these characters and these people. It makes you feel a certain way. Bray Wyatt certainly did that. And he certainly nailed that. And personally, for me, recording this episode, I'm trying to hold back them tears now because it's hard. And and really listening to some of the, the things that people have posted, seeing some of the edits that have been put on TikTok, it's... It's almost, in a way, like put a smile on my face on the darkest of days to see how much he meant to so many people. So we're not going to record this for ages. We're not going to post about it all over social media. We'll say we've post. We'll say we've recorded it, and that's it, just to make people aware. Um, this is not about listens or money or anything like that. This is about us having our raw reaction to what's happened. Um, and from everyone here at the TGP, all we can say is our deepest condolences go to the Rotunda family, to Jojo, to the kids, to all of them. I can't imagine how hard today is for them. But, yeah, I mean, there's not much more that can be said than that. Um, Bray Wyatt, a couple of years ago, asked us to let him in. And we all did let him in. We all let him into our hearts. And, you know, it will always be one of the, the, the most difficult things that any wrestling fan has to go through is, is something like this. So Bray being reunited with Brody Lee um, up there in heaven, you know, that that's something that we can put... Uh, team is what that is. Yeah, of course. Um, and look, again, Eric, Eric Rowan, I, I, how does he feel today? I, I can't even imagine how he feels today. But, gents, is there anything else you want to add before we conclude this? I mean, just on memories, to be honest. I mean, Bray, I like when I first started watching wrestling, I was drawn in by three characters Roman Reigns, Sting, and Bray Wyatt. And they all captivated me. They all kept pulling me back in to get into this wacky world that is pro wrestling. And to see the stories, to see the Wyatt family, the Fiend you know uncle howdy the rest of it it's just i mean you guys were there i mean I, I i can't remember if chris was there but adam you were there the night he returned at extreme rules you knew my reaction yeah it was i i lost my mind i mean i've been reminded so much today about some of like the moments that we'd all taken in and taken for granted if you like but there's some moments that are standing out for me i mean the 2020 feud between him and Braun Strowman where, you know, he was the Firefly Funhouse Bray and then hit a switch and then went straight to the um, cult leader, follow the buzzards Bray. I mean, I just love how, like I said it earlier, how creative and how intuitive the man could be and have all these different personas in his hands. And on top of that, he just, was, it was just so good in the ring. I mean, you know, hard-hitting, technical, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the moment where him and Roman had a tag team match on Raw 
Bray hit Sister Abigail, I think it was on Alberto Del Rio, and he covers him for the pin, and then he puts his his hand up in a uh, in a, like a, in a gun like motion, and Reigns at that moment hits a spear on Sheamus. It's like he'd fired Reigns out of a cannon. It was yeah, just just fond memories, really. That's what I'm trying to take away from this. I mean, despite the fact that he's gone, and it's all hit us, you know, in different ways. I'm just trying to find. You know, um, I'm trying to find um, sort of silver linings in this. So the memories he gave us that will stay with us, and also the fact he's reignited, reunited with uh, his his brother um, in Brody Lee. Is just the trying. I'm, I, that's all I'm trying to take away from this. Is I guess what I'm trying to say. I think wrestling is all about moments it's all about how it makes you feel and bray wyatt was one of if not the most creative wrestlers to ever step foot in a squared circle he really was like he 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 reinvented himself so many times he introduced us to the fiend which is one of the best characters to ever grace wrestling and you know like he's he did so much for the industry you know and like I think that we could we, we could sit here for hours and talk about the iconic matches. We can talk about everything that he's achieved. But at 36 years old, uh, yeah, he still had so much more to achieve. And I, I, I guarantee that he would have, you know, like he would have been multiple-time champion. Even uh, He is now, but... At the same time, though, I mean, even at 36, he did so much in the time he was with the company. I mean... WrestleMania with The Undertaker, WrestleMania with John Cena, WrestleMania with Randy Orton, two Universal Championships, the World Heavyweight Championship. I mean, it. despite, again, look, trying to find silver linings in this really tough time, it's, you know, you can take away that he still had an impactful career and he'll still be remembered as one of the greats. Like, I'm... I don't think I'm far out in saying that the leading name for the Hall of Fame next year should be Bray Wyatt. Yeah, yeah, 100%. If that's what his family wants as well, I think that that's, that's definitely the case. And, like, yeah, like, he he achieved an unbe- His career to the time of his sad, unfortunate death will be better than the majority of wrestlers' careers throughout their whole career. So, you know, there's definitely... I think but, uh, the way that, that Wyndham, probably as a person, looked at wrestling was... His achievement was creating a character and it getting over with the crowd. He that that's something he was so passionate about. From what we hear about him, like the fiend and stuff, and the Firefly Funhouse, like the fact that that worked so unbelievably well, and it was one of the best things in wrestling probably ever. That would have made him so much happier than any title reign in that, and that's what was important to him, and that's what you have to love about him that. He cared so much about the industry. He cared so much about the characters that he created, the memories he created, and like I'm struggling to do, to 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 take this all in, right? And I'm like I said, I had a cry this morning and all this sort of stuff. And that's just me, someone that's never met the guy, doesn't know him on a personal level. So you can only imagine how people that do know him on a personal level feel today. You know. And we've had tributes from all around, you know, The Rock, John Cena, the biggest names in the industry have put touching tributes to him. And, like, it's just, it's unbelievably sad news. 
And on Sunday, uh, we have seen some uh, suggestions of this. If you are going to All In on Sunday, um, there will be, from what a lot of people have said, organised like to, to well, later in the night, obviously when it's dark, do the fireflies. Um, I hope as the wrestling world we come together and we that does happen and we all do that. Um, because it doesn't matter what company you're in, wrestling is professional wrestling. And as an industry and as a community, we're all hurting here. Okay, so you do what you need to do at Wembley, at Wembley on Sunday, you know, torches in the air, little lighters on your phone, whatever it is, you know, like we'll, we'll create that tribute to a great man. There'll be some tears shed, it'll be an emotional night. Um, and yeah, look, for me, that that's all that I want to say today, more, more because I could say so much more, but, and, you know, we, we put a post up on our socials on Twitter with a lot of my thoughts, but... You know, we could be here all day talking about him. Just, I think you can probably sense from myself and the other boys that were really struggling to put words together for this because it's just so unbelievably sad and unexpected. Um, Chris, is there anything you wanted to add before we go? It's just his ring presence and the way he can captivate an audience. Like, even if WWE Creative don't have anything for him, Promo-wise, he can go out there and just talk and talk. Even if, 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 even though if he's got nothing to like to say to build on the feud, whatever he does say, it just captivates the audience that it means everything. Every word he says just means something, and it's so amazing. Like I was watching a few clips. Like the return at Extreme Rules was amazing. I got chills when it was a standoff between the White family and for Shield and Raw. Like everything he did was just top tier, and it's such a great loss for everyone involved. Robbie, anything else you want to add? Just yeah, I mean, the man will be missed so much, and like like. We could talk about this all day. I just have so many fond memories and I wish I could share them all, but we'd be here, like you say, we'd be here all day. Just, you know, to, to everyone out there, just, you know, I think the message here is, and I spoke to, uh, I spoke to my, uh, my, my mother this morning, big shout out, mum, <laughs> And, um, she, like something she said really resonated. And that was like, you never know. It's always sort of like what the what the armor warrior said back in 2014. You never know when your heart is going to stop, and I think we should take this all again as a message to not take every day for granted. Make the most out of anything you want to do. See the people you love. Do the things you love to do, and make the most of it because we never know when our time is up, and that just resonates with me so for everyone listening take those steps do the things you love with the people you love and don't regret a thing because you never know when your time is up yeah lovely words mate and i'll i'll have the last sort of word on this but it'll be very simple uh windham gray fiend whatever you want to call him we love you we love you eternally and you know may may you rest in peace and obviously, again, we send our condolences to his family and friends. Um, thank you for listening today, guys. Um, I know it's been a tough one probably to listen to. It's certainly been a tough one to record. But 
we take strength in the community that we are in and the wrestling community and the wrestling world. Um, but yeah, that's that's it for today, guys. And thank you for joining us.